tonight, um, we're going to share a, a little bit more in regards to what the Bible says about that we are healed. <clears throat> what the Bible says about our healing, that we are healed through Jesus Christ. Um, last week we talked about the symbol of the snake and, and the rod that's, that you see a lot of times that's associated with medicine or uh, uh, medical situations or, or you know, like uh, pharmacies or medical supply houses. You'll see that, that symbol. And um, I shared with you and gave you last week the definition of that in a couple of different um, dictionaries. And, and, and it, what it boils down to is that that is a symbol that came from Numbers, and I, I want to read this again out of the book of Numbers um, in the 21st chapter, Numbers 21. Not everybody thinks it came from here, but I do. Because what Moses did was a type and shadow of what Jesus accomplished. And I want to just read these two verses of scripture passages again. Numbers 21 and verse 5. And it says, And the people spoke against Moses and uh, or against God and against Moses. Why have you brought us up out of Egypt to die in the wilderness? There is no food and no water, and our soul loathes this worthless bread. <laughs> They'd be dead without that bread. So the Lord sent fiery serpents among the people, and they bit the people, and many of the people of Israel died. Therefore, the people came to Moses and said, We have sinned, for we have spoken against the Lord and against you. Pray to the Lord that he take away the serpents from us. So Moses prayed for the people. Then the Lord said to Moses, Make a fiery serpent, set it on a pole, and it shall be that everyone who is bitten, when he looks at it, shall live. In other words, be made whole, be alive, be well. Anybody that looks at that snake in the pole, as we have the picture up there, the snake in the pole shall be made well. Then in the New Testament, John chapter 3, in verse 14, And as Moses lifted up the servant in the wilderness, the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have what? Eternal life. <clears throat> and that eternal life boils down to completeness. He shall be made complete. He that believes on him, as, 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 as Moses did, in, in lifting up that serpent and the pole, Jesus did so that we would be made whole. Everybody that looked on that was made well, and everybody that believes on, on Jesus today is, is made well. Everybody that believes on him 
shall be saved and healed and delivered. And we individually have got to understand that. And so tonight, I want to I go through this, some things that I shared with you last week about practical things in the natural combined with the revelation of the word, how that, that when that is applied, that the two working together create wholeness in the body. Um, in Romans chapter 5, I want you to turn there tonight. <clears throat> Romans chapter 5 and verse 1, I want to read a passage here. And then I want to focus on something that I said that I kind of ended with last week. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. And not only that, but we also glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation produces perseverance, And perseverance, character, and character, hope. Now hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit whom God has given us. So, tonight I want to talk about, you say, why did you read that passage? Glad you asked. I want to remind you of of a quote that if you were here last week that that I made about... um, some research that I've done and some study I've done and some information that I've gotten from different doctors um, in how the body works. And, and I made this statement last week, and I will continue to make this statement. In fact, as my friends, that couple of my friends that have been diagnosed with cancer, I made this statement to both of them, you know, sometimes... Sometimes people don't like to hear stuff that's maybe a little unconventional. But, I, but you know, I'm unconventional in a lot of ways. You know? I don't know about you, but I, I'm, not, I'm not just, I don't live my life after the status quo. I want to live my life after what God says. You know? And sometimes that goes against the grain and people don't like it. But, you know, whatever. We just keep moving on. Amen? But I made this statement last week that 22 different doctors agreed with this statement that sickness in the body is a result of a depletion of immune system or deficiency in in the immune system of a person's body. So in other words, if your immune system is strong, cancer can't be there. If your immune system is built up, God made the natural body to fight off disease. So when the immune system that is created to fight off disease, when it's low and depleted because of a number of different reasons, then it can't fight what needs to be fought, and so different type of symptoms manifest. And um, as as I was doing this study and listening to some video footage of a number of different doctors, these doctors, a number of them, made this statement that doesn't really concern them when people get stuff in their bodies and then their bodies naturally fight it off and, or they take stuff and, and they get rid of it. What concerns them 
is when they come across somebody that's lived for 50, 60, 70 years, and they say they've never been sick a day in their life. So that concerns them because when something comes against them, it ravages their body because their body has never been taught how to fight. So, with that in mind, I want you to think about this thought tonight. I want you to see that the immune system is in comparison what we're talking about tonight. The immune system is we're comparing to the Word of God. And, and immune builders, things that build your immune system that you can do and take and, and, and give to your body, is in comparison to what the Word does to you as you, as you hear the Word, as you confess the Word, as you meditate the Word and you do something with the Word of God, it builds you up to be able to fight off trials and tribulations and temptations that come against your life. Things that even come against you physically, financially, things that come against you spiritually and in different ways. God wants us built up so that we can handle certain situations. Have you ever, have you ever, if you've lived a number of years and you've been born again, have you been strong in certain areas and then you find something that where, where you never battled? Let's, let's say that you were healthy all your life and, and whatever, but you had struggles financially and it was like in and out and in and out. But, but, but you were healthy all your life, or, or vice versa. Let's say that you, you were financially, you know, stable all your life, but then, you know, you, your physical body was battling. Then one day, maybe 25 years into your life of being born again, one day you got attacked financially, and it's like you didn't know what to do. And you tell other people about it that have been fighting financially for years, well, you know, they just kind of look at you and smile and, you know, they say, well, welcome to the real world. Because they've been fighting it. They've been battling against that. And, and, and so I want, you to, I want you to take what I'm saying and kind of begin to think about applying that to the different areas of your life. Because what we just read is that as Moses did, so did Jesus. And Jesus, everything that Jesus did has now empowered you and I to be able to withstand and overcome every obstacle that comes against us, whether it be physically, financial, I don't care what it is. But tonight, we're talking about being physically healed. And when something comes against a person's body, when there's an attack against a person's body, there are natural things that can be done to help the body become stronger. And if those natural things are done, along with the revelation of the Word getting stronger and stronger, even when you battle certain things, the end result is that you win. Now, when, when, I was, when I was coming up and growing up in, in, in the church, and I, and I cut my teeth on messages of faith in God where healing and health and prosperity and those kind of things were concerned. And there was this tendency in the church that if, you know, if you were sick or broke or 
disgusted or frustrated or in fear or in torment or anything, that you were out of faith. And that, that your, your faith was weak, and so as a result of your faith being weak, that you're, you know, the, and, and it's not necessarily that people taught this as much as the, it's the way people perceive this and tried to put it on other people. Like God was disappointed because you, you were attacked in your body or you're struggling financially or you're, you're dealing with oppression or depression or things that were coming against you. The Bible never promised us that things wouldn't come against us. It never promised us. You can read from Genesis to Revelation and I don't find, I don't find one person that didn't go through hell on earth. Not one. Everybody went through difficult times. But the question is, are the difficult times going to make you, or are they going to break you? That's the question. And, and, and the issue is, okay, if, you, if, if sickness is able to operate in physical bodies because immune systems are depleted, then I'm telling you sickness can remain in people's bodies when their word level is depleted. And I'm going to just read a few verses of Scripture to you to encourage you that no matter what you face or what you go through, you can win whatever battle that you come against. And listen to me. You say, yeah, but Pastor, you don't know how many battles I've been through. Just another opportunity to get stronger. Hmm? Just another opportunity to live higher in your life. Another opportunity to gain more strength to be able to accomplish everything that God created you to accomplish. Jesus spent 30 years of preparation for three years of fulfillment for what he was put on this planet for. 30 years of preparation for three years of fulfillment. So what does that mean to you? I'm telling you right now, the rest of your life will be years of preparation. You will never quit preparing. If you don't like preparation for the next thing, you're in the wrong kingdom. God's never expected anything out of you or me or any human being on planet earth that you didn't have the capabilities to do when he told you this is what I want you to do. In most cases, you don't have enough money to do what God's told you to do. You don't have enough education, enough revelation. You don't have enough of anything because along the way, he supplies it. When I, become, when I get to the end of myself is when he becomes strong in me. Not He's already strong in heaven. He becomes strong in me when I come to the end of myself. I'm telling you today... I'm, I'm saying this, I, I, I've, had, I've had people say, you realize when you, when you make a statement like I'm fixing to make right now, that potentially all hell can break loose. <laughs> so, <laughs> all hell's going to break loose anyway. I mean, all hell's breaking loose in a lot of different ways around, in, in all over the planet. Can you, can you say amen to that? I mean, so it, hell's breaking loose because it's trying to stir all kinds of things up. So we might as well make statements that are true. Right? And the deal is this. 
There's not a person sitting here tonight that has to leave this planet sick. Nobody. Not one of us. Not anybody sitting here tonight. None of you have to leave this planet sick. Because by his stripes, we were healed. Settled. What you and I have to do is learn how to receive it. Learn how to apply what he's given us. We don't have to leave. Everybody, everybody's going to shift gears from here to there. Everybody. Everybody that was, that's been born from a woman on planet earth will shift from the natural to the supernatural living in this realm to that realm. Everybody will shift gears. Or the Lord comes back, whatever comes first. But we don't have to leave sick. But yet, we know, we know, the Bible says that people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge, a lack of understanding, a lack of knowing what's right. So we've got to learn how to grow and apply it and at the same time accept every human being just like they are. Never judging people, never putting things on people if there's something wrong in their lives, but learning to to find where they're at so you can get an agreement with them and watch supernatural things happen. How many believe that that throw we just prayed for can produce life and health right there? I mean, I mean, what, what an awesome way to get into people's lives. How many phone calls do you think we'll get out of this of people that their body's been attacked with cancer and they just need somebody to listen, somebody to help them? Man, when you get that diagnosis, I've never had that diagnosis. But when people get that diagnosis, my two friends got that diagnosis. I mean, these are grown men just weeping over the phone with me, just talking about the fear that's come against their lives. All of a sudden, they start thinking, you know, I'm going to die prematurely. And what about my wife and my kids? And what about this? And what about that? And all these fears and these thoughts and all this junk. Listen to me. Tonight, we know Jesus paid for all that. Jesus' blood was more than enough for all of that to liberate people. That's why we've got to know this stuff. We've got to understand it. Paul said he gloried in tribulation, knowing that tribulation brings about perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character produces hope that never disappoints. Ever. Ever. So, how many in here... You can say you've had some, with the, I want to show up, you've had tribulating times at times. Okay? So everybody in here's hand is up because everybody's tribulated. Everybody's had situations where they found themselves in something that, well, you know, I prayed and something didn't happen and it didn't work. Okay, okay, but just keep moving. 
keep going. Keep pressing. Just keep doing what you know to do. Keep coming and listening to words that are being preached. Keep applying the word in your life and then learning the other things that you can do in the natural to help yourself and help your body. Just keep doing what you know is right. And the combination of the natural and the supernatural will cause manifestations in our lives where we don't have to be taken down or be taken out. We can live our life to be the blessing God created us. But listen, to whom much is given, much is expected and required. See? Paul said somewhere in Timothy, he said something like, <laughs> I had this in my head, I was going to quote it, and then it just kind of drifted. Come back here. No. Um, but uh, many were the trials and the tribulations that he experienced in these different places, but he said, out of them all the Lord delivered me. Everybody say all. If he, if he delivered the Apostle Paul out of all of them, he delivers me from all of them. That's right. If he delivered him, he delivered me. And I have a right to receive it. Paul just didn't stop. When they had him stoned out at the corner of the city and he was left for dead, he just rose. When it looked like the ship was going to take him out, he got a prophetic word, it will be well. Amen? I mean, time and time. I mean, and then he lists all the things in the Bible. And he said, that doesn't even, we're not even mentioning the day-to-day stuff. <laughs> I thought that was the, the, the day-to-day stuff. Oh, my gosh. How great is our God. Amen? How great is his word. We're so grateful today that we don't have to succumb to what just happens to everybody else. Amen? So, just a couple other little things and and a couple of verses here and I just want you to remember this. Okay? In fact, I'm just going to turn there. Look at Mark 4 real quick. I'm just going to finish this real quickly with these couple of different passages. Mark 4. Jesus said, if, if you don't under, in verse 13, if you don't understand this parable, you, you won't be able to understand any parable. For the sower sows the word. Verse 15. These are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they, he, when they hear, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. These likewise are the ones sown on stony ground, who when they hear the word, immediately they receive it with gladness, but they have no root in themselves, and so endure only for a time. And afterward, when what? When tribulation or persecution arises, for what? For the word's sake. Immediately they stumble. So the persecution and the tribulation comes because of the word that's been deposited in your life. So when you hear a message like this, then things try to come against you to discourage you from believing the word and continuing to do what's right. Continuing in the word. Follow with me. 
just over in the next book, Matthew in verse in chapter 16. <clears throat> it says persecution and tribulation came for the word's sake. But what sake of the word? Matthew 16 and verse 17. And Jesus said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father in heaven. And again I say unto you that you're Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. For the sake of the revelation of the word. For the sake of what is revealed to us, something that becomes real to us. Notice in the, in the parable, the sower, it says, it said, because there was no firm root. In other words, it, the, the knowledge of what they knew had not become revelation, right? So when tribulation and distress and persecution came against them, they forsook what they knew was right. And, and so what happens is, what always happens in those type of times is people get out from underneath the word, and no word coming in produces now a life where you're trying to figure it out yourself. And see, when I was talking to one of my friends this morning, and I told him, I said, you know, at the end of the day, what matters is that you can hear from God about what you do in this process as you walk this out. What does God want you to do? You gotta, you gotta hear all these people and every all the doctors and everybody's telling you what to do. What's God saying to you? And a lot of times people think, well, you know, I just don't know how to hear God. But the Bible says, draw near to Him, and He'll draw near to you. And it's in difficult times, in times of persecution and distress, and things when we don't have any answers in our head, when we draw to Him, all of a sudden you hear Him, and you didn't even think you could. You didn't even think you could hear from him. And bam. You know why? Because you didn't quit with the word. Persecution, tribulation, trials, and tests come because of the word. So if they come because of the word and we continue in the word, that means trials and persecutions are going to continue. Everything, every time I win, I get stronger. And when I don't win, and I find out from him why I didn't, I get stronger. See, draw near to him, press into him, and he draws near to you because you know why? What he's drawn to is when we, when we keep our attention with him. Wow, he's listening to me. Wow, he just heard me. The other day, I needed to be somewhere and be on time for something. And anybody ever, anybody noticed the traffic in Kerrville at 345? I thought I was on 35 in Austin. I was just on Sydney Baker. And, and, and so... So I begin to pray in other tongues about getting there. Well, I had to be there on time. 
So I began to pray in other tongues. <laughs> I looked up at the stoplight, and the stoplight had just turned red. And so it was another good long wait. And about four or five seconds later, it turned again. And I made it. I kid you not. And they don't just turn. Not on Sydney Baker. They make you wait. <sighs> I got a lot of good prayer time driving down Sydney Baker at 345. <laughs> Test trials. Heat coming out the back of my shirt. Where did all these people come from? God said, I thought you want people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come. Yeah, no, no, just not right now. Just move over and let me go through. And I maintained the right attitude, and I prayed in tongues, and the light turned. Oh, pastor. Okay, believe whatever you want. <clears throat> We press into him, he draws near to us. Can you say amen? Okay, and we'll end with this. James 1. For the sake of the revelation. James 1. Go look this up. Spend time looking at this and meditating on what this next passage says here because I'm not going to take a lot of time on it, but it's going to answer everything else I just said. Therefore... Lay aside everything and receive with meekness the implanted word which is able to do what? Save your soul. Make you whole. Save your soul. Make you whole. Receive the implanted word. But be doers of it and not just hearers because if you just hear it, you deceive yourself. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man observing his natural face in a mirror, for he observes himself, he goes away, and immediately, what does he do? He forgets what kind of a man he is. And that's where, that's where we've got to embrace when difficult things are happening or things that have come against us. We can't take that. If sickness is attached itself to your body. You can't take it like there's something wrong with you. You've got to press into God, hear the voice of God, and understand what's happened. And before, before I finish that, let, let, let me just say this as something for you to think about, okay? And, and I'm, I'm going to preach one more of these. We won't be here next Wednesday, but the next Wednesday. I'm going to preach one more of these. Well, that's... New Year's Eve, right? Yeah. I may not preach it then, but I'm going to preach one more of these. Okay. But <clears throat> this, is what, this is what I do or have done or I, I do combination of these kind of things to build my immune system. I'm just, I'm just telling you what I do, okay, to build my immune system. And I, I, I don't do a lot of juicing because I don't have a juicer. But when I had a juicer, I juiced, and that's good. I do a lot of vitamin C, a lot of different C packs, different kinds of vitamin C packages, crystals that you can put and mix in water. I do a, I do a little capsule called Airborne, 
and I'll just take it because of all the good stuff that's in it. I'll just drink it. With a, it doesn't matter what I feel like. I just drink it to build my immune system. Why wait until you not feel well to build your immune system? There's so much stuff that we eat and we breathe that tries to deplete our immune system. You need to be putting stuff in all the time. I take, I, I take herbs like echinacea on, on, on a different, you know, you, do, you only do little bouts of echinacea, but I have liquid echinacea bottles, and I put like a whole, uh, a whole vial, vial, is that right, dropper, uh, in, in water on, on a daily basis, and I'll take it for a number of weeks. I'll, I'll take that every day just to build my immune system. There's all kinds of herbs. Do, do studies and find out what's good to build your immune system. Okay, because see, if you're actively doing things that build it and eat good organic vegetables and fruits and those kind of things, and and I mean, there's all kinds of other things that you can do. Study it. But if you're doing what you can do in the natural and you're taking the word of God, the things that we did that that we confessed last week when 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 we were in here, things that you can say over your body. I say these things over my body every day. Sickness and disease have no power over me. God sent his word and he healed me. Yes, blessed are my eyes for they see and my ears to hear. You know, like tonight, I'm not wearing my glasses as I'm preaching. You know why? Because I can see better. My eyes are getting stronger every day. I mean, in the natural, they should be getting weaker. My eyes are getting stronger. In the natural, they say the older you get, the worse your eyes get and the worse your hearing gets. I, I, I don't go to the doctor much, but I went and had a hearing test done. And he said, man, for 55 years old, you can hear. Like I said, except when the Cowboys are playing. But, you know, I, I can hear, you know. Honey, honey, honey. Oh, what, what? yeah, I did, right. Who? I don't really do that. <clears throat> I'm not that engrossed in that. Maybe when the Spurs are playing, but not the Cowboys. Through the blood of Jesus, sickness has no place in my body. I'm healed in Jesus' name. When, when you're meditating on those kinds of things, and you're allowing and, 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 and reading and going through the Bible and, and being reminded that Jesus' whole purpose and plan was to make us whole. So as we're doers of the word and not just hearing this tonight, but doing something with it, and you're doing things in the natural to help build your immune system, sickness and disease can't remain in your body. I heard 22 different medical doctors that, I, I, I mean, most of them, I don't even know they're Christians or not, but I heard 22 different medical doctors say, if your immune system is strong, sickness can't be in your body. I'm telling you right now, if your word level is strong, sickness can't remain in your body. The devil can't have his way in your life when your word level stays strong. So why not combine both areas and then it's a win-win. We don't ever have to be sick a day in our life. You don't have to? Well, I mean, I don't expect to be, do you? I don't expect to get up. I don't expect to, to get up every morning and be sick because everybody else is, you know, or whatever. I want to be well so that when people that are sick are sick, they can say, pray for me. I'm expecting those cards we put in those little books. People are going to call so we can pray and we can speak the word and minister to them. And they'll come because we got something to give to them. We got revelation. Tribulation and persecution come because of the word's sake. But what part of the sake of the word? It's the revelation of the word. That's why persecution and things come against us. God wants us well. 
You know? And I'm telling you, it's a fight to be well. It's a fight to be well. But if it's a fight to be well, I mean, you don't, you don't, if you go to the doctor to get prescription medications to put in your body, I mean, you're going expecting something to make you well, right? Right? You don't go to the doctor to expect to get worse. You're going to the doctor to get some help. We've got to go to the Word to see that same thing, that we get built up and strengthened and, and the things are right within us because of what the Word says is true. God wants us well. We have a right to be well. And you know, <clears throat> I can say that it's, it's easier it's easier not to stir things up that sometimes go against the flow of what people believe. But I, I'm, I'm just telling you tonight. I mean, God wants you well. And He wants you to get educated in how to be well. And He wants you to be educated through His Word in how to be well. And He wants you to be educated in the natural realm how to be well and not just take what other people say. There's all kinds of really great ways to get well. And God, through His Word, has already positioned us and already healed us. And now we've got to be on the receiving end of this. Can you say amen?